You're listening to the Loose Cannon Comics Podcast. Check out Loose Cannon Comics on Instagram, SoundCloud.com, and iTunes. Also visit our Loose Cannon Comics YouTube page. Now, two men... No, I don't know. Say it. And now, two men who have no idea how to please a woman, Tony and Eric. Woo! Oh, and we're partying some of the time here on Loose Cannon Comics Podcast. It's always a party when you have Marty. My name's Eric C. I'm Tony B. And we have Raul. How do you say the last name? Come on, help me out. Help me out. You, you, you see how Andrade. white I am? Andrade. It's almost like, that's like, it almost sounds Spanish. It Portuguese. does sound like that. It's, ooh, it's Is Portuguese. It really? So what? So you're so you're uh, you're half and half. I don't have a single drop of Portuguese blood in me. What uh, <laughs> so what? What like do you do, like you come through the modern day Ellis Island? They just change your name and it's like oh this is know. what it's gonna be. Uh, back in the days, uh, I'm not sure which century. Probably like 14th, 15th, uh, maybe even 16th. Uh, the Portuguese went over to South India, and they didn't even like rape or pillage anybody. They were just like giving out Jesus. But where's the fun if you don't and, rape uh, or pillage? We weren't. So the, the Portuguese weren't Vikings, you know. They just wanted to give out some Jesus. It's funny you and, say that. Uh, we gran- took the last name. My That's grandmother's it. from Reykjavik, so she. <laughs> I do have some Viking uh, lineage. Actually, my, my grandmother would always say, because I'm E-R-I-K, my brother's Kevin Ryan Cass, and he has red hair and freckles. So she always used to, like, when she would call us in for lunch, she'd go, Eric in the red, get in here. It's like Eric the red. red. Uh, well, listen, uh, it, thank you so much for having us here. Why don't you uh, tell the people this a little... This isn't my house. No, well, you know what? It should be, and you can move in any time you want. I, I live with my parents literally a minute away. Oh, really? Where do you live? Right on Benji Field. Benji Field. Let's put ben- that, let's put that on the like record, But it's more like Benji Field. <laughs> We're the only brown people in that. Block. Well, you know what? Yeah. We need some more brown people around here. It's nice to have you. You're going to get them if you keep doing that. <laughs> uh, I appreciate Listen, um, I didn't, when you pulled up to the house, because uh, for everybody, uh, and, and welcome everybody listening, um, when you pulled up to the place, you had that like really kind of indie, like silver SUV. Like, you know yeah. how like they always no, have the yeah. Mercedes yeah. that looks like bullet, like, you know, like bulletproof. No, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Like we have, we have Indian neighbors down the block yeah. and I didn't know if you were an Uber driver or my guest for the show. If so. I had a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If we had a nickel period, if I, if I had a nickel, I would take it. I'd have five cents. <laughs> He's got a voice, right? He's like a really deep kind of like uh, romantic late night radio station well, voice, right? Well, I think that's from the, the non-filter Lucky Strikes. Lucky yeah. Strikes. No, I've had this since I was a, since I was a baby. Can, can we I touch know. on that? Uh, so are, do you... I thought I had a death wish with all the cigarettes <laughs> I smoke, but you smoke non-filter Lucky Strikes. Yeah. I mean, are you like just... Were you uh, during the Great Depression? Like, do you think that you were born again? What what, I, <laughs> what drives you to have the non-filter cigarettes? They were, uh, no, well, Lucky Strikes weren't the first cigarettes I smoked. First cigarettes I smoked were Chesterfield unfiltered. Oh, my. Hey, right? Can you even get Chesterfield? Not anymore. So that's why I switched to Lucky Strikes. Yo, dude, you know that you've been smoking a long time when your brand goes out of business. Yeah. Like, the first <laughs> Not cigar- just out of business, deemed too unsafe to sell. <laughs> The first cigarette I ever smoked was a was a Kent King. Oh wow! So my yeah, parents were old. smokers. They're, <laughs> they're no longer smokers, but I I used to put this is how old I am. I used to put the cigarettes in a cassette 
<laughs> a cassette yeah, holder. So they don't break. So they don't break. You know, and then like my dad was smoking Marlboro Reds mm. and I was like, I can't I can't mm. go ham like right off the bat. Yeah. But then I, I, I did the Kent Kings and they went out of business. Yeah. My mom yeah. used to send me down to the convenience store to with a with a note. <laughs> and what they what they called the place is they called it Stinkies because there was really? a store in town. You remember Stinkies. the shop right in Babel? There was an. Att- yeah, maybe before it was the sleeper cell. Yes, yes, I know what you're talking about. Before it was the sleeper cell, because I, I call it the sleeper cell because, of course, like, on the heels of 9-11, you know, the, these Muslim guys, like, they owned the, the mm-hmm. store. And it comes, hey, boss. Every time I come into the store, no, yeah. hey, boss, you know? <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, there. I'm like, everyone was a suspect at the time because yeah. we were like, we were going, we were going full fucking hard on everything. So it was just like, they're looking at our ATM numbers. It's like, first of all, ISIS would probably never steal my ATM number because there's like six and a half. What are we going to do with six and a half dollars? <laughs> but she oh, used yeah. to write me notes to go get cigarettes for. Her. Yeah. My big trick was at I 10. <laughs> I would take the big pens, you know, those like those big pens. Yeah. I would take the tops off. I would take the ink well out and cut it. So it was no, not longer there. Right. And then you could put a dube in there, put the top back on the pen. You leave a little bit so it's still right. And you basically had, you know, he was like, I was writing weed all the time. So what's going on with you, buddy? <laughs> Thank you very much for coming. You're one of the most, oh, yeah. uh, I, I, you're up and coming comedians. We just did a show together. Um, now, uh, yeah. just just take just take the uh, just take, take it. it. All right. Uh, we had uh, a show on Friday night. Yeah. Big Chuckles. Yeah. Uh, it was a, it was sold out place. Oh yeah. And as one. soon as of course I leave to go do another yep. show, fucking Kevin James shows up. <laughs> did you get to meet him? Yeah. No, I brought him up on stage. That was uh, that nice was dude. really uh, surreal for me. A very nice guy. I uh, I I have a thing about not taking selfies with famous people. I just can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Because it just because uh, it seems like every I do. I'm like completely it, guilty of it. It seems oh, like yeah. everybody needs to uh, point at the person when you're in comedy. <laughs> everybody needs to point at the person they're next to, and I do it all the time. And it's yeah. not even like your selfies because you know you're like, oh wow, I met this guy. This is great. It's like, hey everybody, look at my Instagram boost. You know what I mean? It's like you're just oh, doing yeah, it for yeah. your own fame whoring. It's so. It's I mean, uh, I, I still took a picture of him while he was on stage, just because as a film major, I like to that landscape of him just sitting back working on his material and then the lighting on governors so i had to take a picture there well i mean especially when somebody comes in with the success of king of queens i mean like no yeah kevin james those were my saturday cartoons kevin james like his first stand-up was fucking impeccable was that um sweat the little things yes yeah he was wearing the black shirt small stuff and he was sweating profusely in it (laughs) and he was he was amazing it was really good but listen i want to do one thing Okay. Um, I I just thought because you are so for people that don't know, can you can you actually explain the cowboy motif that you go with? (laughs) I mean, uh, and what do you call yourself? uh, Well, I'm still Rahul Andrade. Yeah. Like, I think that's a good enough stage name, (laughs) I think, because nobody can pronounce it. Yeah. So it's uh, if somebody butchers it. It's a great first bit. Like I did in the beginning of the yeah, show. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You white mother. Anyway. <laughs> uh, you fucking landowner. That's how the, we get you. You fucking landowner. The cowboy thing, it just, you know, when I was in Wyoming a couple times, uh, I just, first of all, I love Wyoming. Uh, I love the Yellowstone area. It's like my Hawaii. Yeah. You know, I that's just <laughs> where I, I want to go to escape. You like it arid, huh? Oh, yeah. And, like an uh, arid, like if you, and chili, I if like you a chili. If you decide to go 
like a uh, chili in a pot or actually temperature chili? Both. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Spice it up. Like, because if I like if you have a vacation, right, I'm thinking small umbrella in my drink, uh, you know, like really hot beach, Dominican Republic. Like, that's where I'm going. So when you go on vacation, you're thinking just you want to be like you want to be like hang them high with Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I'm with him, man. A little glass of Johnny Walker. Well, go to the forest. Tony's wanted to move into the woods. Yeah, like, dude. Oh, yeah. I want to live in the woods of PA, man. He, he keeps <laughs> saying PA. He wants to live <laughs> in a fracking zone. Oh, yeah. I'm like, can you pick a better fucking place? Nice tall pine oh, trees, crazy noises. Oh, at night, you'd, you'd love Wyoming. You'd love I want to see it, man. But listen, Beautiful. I I I have to admit, I didn't know who you were because I've always seen you in a cowboy hat at every yeah. show. <laughs> what is where the cowboy hat originate? It's just, uh, I mean, it's not even as much of a gimmick as much as it is when I go to a show, I want to look kind of nice and sexy. Yeah. And I feel sexy in the cowboy hat. Well, guess what? We're going to make you sexy right, right now. Oh, <laughs> no, don't tell do me it. you got one. Oh, of course I did. Oh, oh my wow. God. And this one's fucking pimp, too. Where'd sure. you get that from? Here you go. Oh, right. Big Bubba. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, people had to tea, huh? Set. Oh, man. There's no escaping the everybody, cowboy. Everybody, Big Bubba's Barbecue. Oh, yeah. uh, anybody, uh, anybody that knows our sponsor from Big Bubba's Barbecue, uh, he that's his hat. So you're wearing a legend in the makings hat. He owns a barbecue joint down in Tennessee, okay. and uh, that that what does the hat smell like? Woman musk or or, or just I'm just like, gonna keep it on my head or pulled I, pork. I because now it. like now I know who you are because I've only seen you in this realm. Well, now it smells like curry. <laughs> Now you re- uh, recently took a trip to India, correct? Yeah, yeah. I now your uh, what? Uh, t- give us a little background story. Your family was from India. Uh, well, my mother actually, uh, she was born in Ohio, so she's a Cleveland. Oh yeah, Indian. so India North. Yeah, yeah. She's a Cleveland Indian. <laughs> <laughs> she. Uh, That's she, good. She's That's from good. New. Uh, she's from jokes. New Delhi. He does. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'd hope so. That's the, that's the business <laughs> we're in. <laughs> Um, but she's from New Delhi as a Punjab. Right? Okay. Those are the fellas with big turbans and big beards. Yeah. But uh, her direct family is probably the first generation that isn't strict Punjabi. Yeah. And also probably the first generation that wasn't in the military. Now, what do you mean so. by strict Punjabi? What is a strict Punjabi? You, no alcohol, yeah. no cigarettes. No, no. Alcohol is fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, oh. they get fucking plastered, <laughs> man. But yeah, no cigarettes. Um, I believe no tattoos unless it's of the uh, religious symbol. Okay. And uh, yeah, no no cigarettes, no drugs. Um, yeah, yeah, all that stuff, all the good Amish. So it's a very stuff. strict. Sect yeah, no no of cutting it. your hair. Now you took a trip there. For yeah, how yeah. long? I was there for about a month and a half. Wow, shit, yeah. that's a very, very long time. Did you meet relatives? And we we bookended the trip with a relative, and then uh, in the middle, that's when we did stuff uh, to our own. Yeah, because coming from an Irish family, and, uh, like you know, we always say, uh, you know, fish and family—they both stink after three days. So yeah. How yeah, long yeah, did no. you stay we, with your family there? Uh, for the first part of the trip, we stayed with my father's side of the family, and it was yeah. great because we spent that we were there around Christmas time. And uh, my dad sat at the family because the Portuguese going there. They're all Roman Catholic. Yeah. So we got to spend Christmas mass with them. We got to have a Christmas party with them, which was nice. And, and, in, that's, and, and in, in India. India. Yeah. Which is cool because there is actually a large population of Catholics in oh, India, yeah. correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, Huge. I mean, when you have two billion people, <laughs> when you have two billion people in your country, there's going to be a large sect of anything. You oh, know? Yeah. oh, yeah. And, it's, <laughs> and, and just so we know for the people at home, it's Sikh. Punjabi, 
Catholic and Muslim in India is pretty much the biggest. Yeah, yeah, those are the religion. largest denominations. Yeah. Oh well, no, sorry. Punjabis are just people who live in the province of Punjab. Okay. It just so happens that a lot of them are of the religion Sikh. Gotcha. Um, and you can pronounce it Sikh, Sikh, uh, however your dialect permits you to dialect. do that. But uh, <laughs> not like that. That's crossing the line, guys. <laughs> uh, As I do my but, terrible uh, Indian accent the whole show <laughs> and just offend you right outside the apartment. So no, now I don't really get Do you go like for that. like, do you go? No, I, I get into Indian food sometimes. They always say like, oh, like dude. you want it Indian spicy or you want like American spicy. Yeah, yeah, do you go for the Indian spicy? Like absolutely. The, the absolutely. Total nuke it from orbit. Like that's that, no, that's <laughs> true. Oh, dude, yeah. it gets hot. Oh, yeah. It, they'll, they'll kill you over there. It's like the secret Chinese uh, menu when you're Chinese <laughs> and you go to a Chinese restaurant. It's mm-hmm. like, we give round eye this menu. Now you get this menu. Absolutely. Uh, it's, I, had a, I had an interaction with, with Sikhs. And first of all, from the people that I've met that are Sikh, they're some of the most kindest people on earth. Selfless, kind people. So I had these. I was working at the, at the time. I was working at the YMCA as a swim instructor because mm-hmm. I was a lifeguard for a little bit, right? So uh, they came in and they had a 15. <laughs> I don't even know if this is possible. They had a 15 foot deep pool. Right. Wow. And they didn't know how to swim. OK. So it's like, I mean, listen, I mean, you, can get, you learn. You can get a <laughs> spackle bucket and fucking drown in it without knowing <laughs> how to swim. But they had a 15 foot pool. So That's what happened was. So I'm teaching them. We're, we're, you know, like I'm teaching them at their home, teaching them at the YMCA. That, you know, they're doing well. But I mean, it, it, actually, it looked like fucking it looked like a, a crab. Like when you just drop them in fucking water and they're just flailing. <laughs> so my friend Kevin McIntosh, uh, he's he's a he's a uh, Irish Sicilian guy mm. and he's brown year round. Yeah. You know, no. Yeah. What's up? So yeah. he came in and it was like they were like, oh, their eyes grew like the size of like fucking Sacagaweas. And they were like, one of us. They're like, oh, they completely nixed me out of the deal and went with him. Because they thought he was Indian. <laughs> yep. He's Sicilian. Yep. He's Sicilian and Irish. Oh, yeah. And they thought he was Sikh. And at that time, he needed money. So he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm whatever you want me to be. But, dude, that happens, man. Like, my buddy's an Italian guy, right? So, like, one of my closest friends is, is a black girl. So we're all hanging out one day. And it's in the summertime. And he's, like, really tanned up. And he's like, I'm darker than you. And she's like, you are not. And he's like, boom. And he was. <laughs> and she's like, you got to be kidding me. It, I mean, oh, like uh, the thing about uh, India, like, so what was like your biggest takeaway from going to India? Like, what was your like? Uh, give me your peak and give me your valley. Oh, man. I mean, uh, I would put my peak in my valley in the same, uh, you know, I would make it a plateau there. Yeah. Because before I went to India, I was smoking ridiculously i don't know if you guys seen how much i smoked but i was smoking like eight grams of pot a day eight grams of pot a day yeah holy like shit a day within so when you just went hours. straight to hash when you got to india and got locked up in a prison no because uh <laughs> I, I i had to get like really clean because i knew my life was going like downward and yeah. i was yeah we know something about that addicted yeah uh which you know i'm not shitting on anybody else who smokes but for me didn't work for me. I was catatonic. Yeah. But going to India, my like biggest takeaway from it was whenever we were driving or walking around, you just see the school children around everywhere. And you see everybody just going to work, doing their thing. And especially the school children, because they're walking like miles from school to home. Yeah. 
and you know they got to do that six days a week and because they don't did you notice how vivid day. your dreams were after you gave up pot a hundred percent yeah it's like holy shit because yeah. when i i used that's to, what i'm addicted to now is dreams yeah <laughs> like you know straight what? up you gotta give that up some then too oh um, no Never. I, I actually <laughs> never give up on your dreams. Never, never give up on your <laughs> dreams. Coming here from Loose Cannon Comics, folks. <laughs> uh, what happened with me was like, I, you know, since you know, comedy's bringing in the huge bucks right now. You oh, know, yeah. you know, quote air quotations since we're on a podcast, mm-hmm. and like I have to start eventually going to get have to get a real person job. So they always <laughs> they always piss test, right? Yeah. yeah so what yeah. I noticed with me though, exactly, I'm dyslexic and ADHD, mm. obviously. Uh, if anybody listens to this show and when I did smoke pot, it made me I went to medical assistant school and it was okay. the first time I could actually concentrate for about three and a half to four hours hmm. and it'd be able to retain. It would make me actually concentrate like I noticed that like before I started smoking pot, I try to study and I was oh, like yeah. doing dishes or like folding my laundry. I'm like, fuck, I, I should be studying right now. That's one major thing it does. It makes you capable of doing very mundane tasks. And it also makes you very comfortable with being bored. Yes. So boredom does not affect, like, you know, your yeah, ability at the to same point, though, get hard into it's doing a mind something. fuck after a while. Mm-hmm. You smoke enough, you oh, think yeah. the fucking government's after you every two seconds. Well, it's not even <laughs> just that. It's also that the paranoia kicks in, the self-conscious. Those are the two things that got me out of it. The paranoia mm-hmm. and the self-consciousness. It was like, yeah. why do I need this? Like, what am I... Exactly. Why is, and also, rampant marijuana use has been linked to an increased probability of psychosis. Schizophrenia, yeah. Well, because everyone's like, oh, it's it's so much oh, yeah. more powerful than it was in the 60s. Yeah, because you were like <laughs> smoking fucking stems and twigs in the 60s. Yeah. But, oh, and yeah. now it's like people are like legitimately like making it in their fucking houses. There are majors for it now in schools. <coughs> you can study that shit. But I'll tell you one thing. You take a kayak down a river on a nice summer day, a little bit of, uh, you know, oh, life yeah. could be worse. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you don't know which end is up when you fall in the water. Um, do you think uh, marijuana should be legal? Um, do you know what? Uh, should alcohol be legal as a thing because it's, it's like it's a lot more it, it depends because there lives. are there are people who i know that can function drinking yeah there are people who know how to control themselves then there are people who do not know how to control themselves there yeah. are people who know how to do that with cocaine there are people who know how to do that with television and video games yeah it's hard to determine how to make something legal based on you know because i know they're going to have this festival in New York, where it's going to be uh, decriminalized, and that's like going to be their test basis. But that was always the thing. You know? Like, remember when you were in it's high school? Uh, everyone was like, "Yo, four twenty, you can yet. smoke weed anywhere you want and not get arrested <laughs> for it, bro." I'm yeah, like, then everybody gets arrested. Did no. you look that up? Yeah. Or it's like, "Yo, man, four twenty is the only day that you can smoke marijuana." I I agree with you uh, to a certain extent. I'm a bartender. Uh, Tony bartends as yeah, well. Yeah. And the shit that we pan out, the swill that we give out is a lot more destructive oh, yeah. than marijuana ever oh, yeah. be. Like, you know, and I I always hate I kinda like and hate the term of no one ever died from pot. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't O D mm-hmm. on pot. No, no. But if you go get a bottle of vodka, <coughs> you can fucking die in one night. No, well, the yeah, problem yeah. is too that if you le- illegalize alcohol as we saw during Prohibition, the one mm-hmm. thing you're gonna see is organized crime is gonna make a fortune off of it. Oh, you're yeah. not gonna be able to tax it anymore. No, yeah. The quality will be atrocious. I mean, do you know in India, is the entire country dry or just certain areas? I know no, no, yeah, just certain. I I think there's certain days of the week that, no, sorry. I think it's like the first of every month you go on a dry m- day. Right. And then it doesn't really matter. Because you guys have the Davi, the Davi Dharam, right? The, uh, the, yeah. the moonshine. It's like, yeah. it's, it's killing people. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Uh, it is. 
He's like the Perillo Tours of India. We're asking him like he's a, <laughs> he goes there for a month and a half. We're asking him like he's, it's like so, it's like uh, somebody would ask me, "How's Nassau County on Long Island?" Yeah, you're you're the whitest guy I've ever met. I mean, uh, no, there's some fucking drunks over in India, man. They they don't give a shit. But then there's people who do. It, it, it's hard to tell. Like if you ask me, I say, yeah, legalize it. Why not? Because uh, it would honestly take it out of the hands of these kids who think they're cool trying to deal it and really screws up their lives because they get addicted to not only that, but the money. I think the secondary market, but that's that slow money. I always used to have a guy that used to sell. You know, yeah, that's true. That's true. Making that slow money, it's like a ground. It's like a downgrade. No, yeah, yeah. They spend like twelve hundred. They make fourteen hundred, and then you know they keep. I mean, it's better than me getting paid in calzones for doing a fucking stand-up routine. Yeah, but like a lot of those people, like good size calzone that'll last you a couple days. (laughs) (laughs) It's not bad if you refrigerate it correctly. Like, uh, no, like I mean, we've all seen fucking gangster movies. They all end up the same way. They start off small. And then people try to bite off more they can chew, mm-hmm. and then they start selling blow. And now you're talking about federal time. You fucked. Because it's like you want that fast yeah. money. You don't I, want that slow money. The way it is now, mm-hmm. too, the cops will pull you over. They don't care about weed. They're looking for pills. They're looking for heroin. They're looking for fentanyl. I got pulled yeah. over actually coming out of uh, coming out of Governor's. I was going uh, down 106, 107. I had another gig to do. And I'm going down 106, 107. And I guess I... Uh, made the description of every white guy trying to score pills in a bad area. I can see that. And a fucking minivan pulled me over. <laughs> and I was like, I wasn't like, and at the no, same yeah. point, like, I'm not, you know, like, I I don't know, like, I was like, I, who the fuck knows if this guy's a real cop? But I pulled over. My, my old man was a, a police officer. He was a military police dog handler in Vietnam for four years, and they worked at the United Nations mm-hmm. as a cop for 14 years. And these guys fucking pulled me over. And they told me I was doing 65. I go, how was I doing 65? I just got out of a fucking red light. Like, I literally just advanced my car and they pulled me over. And they started searching my car like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And they were looking for pills. This is in Levittown, uh, Levapill Town. And they were looking for fucking hardcore drugs. Mm. And I was like, yo, dude. I was like, and like, it's so funny because I had the... I had like all my props from doing our videos and shit. So I had a skeleton in my back seat. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had a this? wig. I had like all this shit. And they're like, they should have just put, brought me up yeah. on charges. He's tweaking. We got car. him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he's doing math. Absolutely. Your Honor, this man's a prop comic. How are you such a cop, man? Put him you're away. Like, you're like worse than the guy from the last action hero with the raincoat and the axe. <laughs> <laughs> Premature ejaculation. <laughs> but then they pulled me over and I looked just like them. So they let me go. Getting pulled over while white is one of the greatest things ever. I, I like I had a Chevy Cruze. I know what I you was mean. leasing it. And <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. I, was, I like his subtle like just he slips it in there. Like, you know, you don't ever get it first. Just, just like, like Tony on all his dates. <laughs> oh, so I fucking I'm driving a Chevy Cruze uh, and I uh, I rented it from Major World. I leased it from there. <laughs> Guys fucking out of his mind. <laughs> Major world. Oh, I've heard his radio commercials. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's almost like Bob's. Come oh down, sort of perfect sleeper, five ninety five. Sleep with my wife, and I'll watch five hundred dollars. My the commercial Bob's. that goes. We make buying fun and easy. Yeah, and now he's a cartoon because he's like getting, <laughs> he's getting too old. He's getting too old to actually even do the commercials. I heard he sold that company to somebody, but the stipulation in the sale was that 
he had to stay on as the spokesman. He could only sell <laughs> to a guy named Bob. He looks like the head of a vampire coven now. <laughs> Hi, I like to drink blood. Four ninety five for a pint. Watch my wife sleep with everybody in town while she cheats on me. My Bob's discount coffins. <laughs> That's redundant. She's already cheating on you if she's sleeping with oh, everybody. Oh, she's definitely cheating on <laughs> him all the what time. What if she's literally sleeping? <laughs> oh, that, never mind. You know who I always wanted to do that. my eulogy? The boar's head guy. Uh. Boar's head, other meat brands. Eric Hassan was a five foot seven Irish guy, not funny at comedy, and then he died. So, getting um. back to what I was saying, I'm driving a Chevy Cruze around. <laughs> I just fucking leased the car. I got no registration, no insurance, no fucking like I, my license is at home. And like, if my name was fucking, if my my skin was two pigments darker, they would have been like, "Get out of the car, sir." How many drugs do you have? The guy's like, "Yeah, just take care of it tomorrow." Yep. That's partly why I wear the cowboy hat, too. Well, <laughs> I'm not even joking. That cowboy hat has saved me from some shit. Whenever he gets pulled over by a state trooper, they just keep, they have a tip-off okay. where they just keep tipping. <laughs> He's like tipping the hat. And they Eventually, keep- my face is covered, and they don't know if it's me. He's like not. one of those non-venomous snakes that has like the plumage that makes you think he is, and he starts putting it up. <laughs> All right, speaking of weird stories, it's time to go to our weird news of the week. Let's go to our weird, 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 weird news story of the week. So anyone a big fan of oral sex? I could go for it sometimes. I hate the taste, though. (laughs) Depends on who you're hanging out with, Tony. Always pick your friends the correct way. Um, So this this is a woman possessed by an oral sex demon. I didn't even know there. I knew there was like demons. But not oral sex demons. Let's go to the video clip. <laughs> look at demon. Look at demon. Look, look, oral sex. Oral sex demon. You see oral sex. Look, oral sex. Look, 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 look. You, you oral sex. You oral sex. Let that sperm of that man out. Out. Out, you demon. Out. Let, let go. Let go. Let go. Let. Where the fuck is this church? And there's a hype woman sitting next to her that looks like Roseanne Barr oh, telling man. her to spit it out. She has side, uh, like side this show. This is a Mel very hair. diverse church. You got a white lady, black lady. That guy looks very Indian to me. And if anybody ever wants to call this church up, the phone number is 914-803-1050. This woman has a mouth like a grouper, for Christ's sake. Oh, wait. He this sounds is Yonkers. He sounds like a DJ. What was that address again? This is in Yonkers. <laughs> yeah, he sounds is. like a DJ at a fucking reggaeton. Don't stop. Get it. Get it. Oh, look what he Like a guy that like hosts a twerk competition. Yeah, this is weird, though. I've had some experiences with this. I've dated a few girls that were possessed by the don't ever give oral sex demon. <laughs> yeah. There's, it's either one or the other. You know, it's either they they completely don't, or they or they are possessed by a demon. And I'm sitting there naked with a cross. The power of Christ compels you. Yeah. I think that's what's compelling them to not suck. The Maybe. Right. Go. Delivered me two Sundays back, then a demon came. With- I didn't know Mrs. Cleo gave oral sex. Hey, good on her, man. Mm, call oh, me man. now. Uh, Look at this, <laughs> yo, dude. This woman, she looks like the Colombian soccer player that used to play for Colombia back in 1988. <laughs> dude, that guy, she has a great curly hair fro. Oh yeah. But let's let's see oh, why so. maybe she's so possessed by giving oral sex. Put his penis and put it in my mouth. It sounds like every everyone at Tony's dates. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> After like, hey, how was your date with Tony last night? Came with his penis and put it in my mouth. <laughs> Oh, what do you mean? He didn't take you out to dinner? 
penis and put it in my mouth. <laughs> oh, oh my God. We, I, he probably took you to the Tex-Mex place, no? man came with his penis and put it in my mouth. Oh, you poor <laughs> and, woman. And then he tried, he came again and he slept with me last week and I, I told him. Okay, so <laughs> let's break this down. So he came again. And then he slept with me last week. So she actually seems that she's very di- disturbed by the, the by the you know by him yeah ejaculating in her mouth. And now then she slept with him a week later. How bad is your life when you're a demon side bitch? <laughs> I mean, how like but at the same point, like how cool is that? You being like a mm-hmm. like a like a, a ghost and getting just like fucking hammering it home with people. What would you do if you had like a female demon showing up once in a while and like trying to get it? I'd be like, well, oh, she took all my money and made me take her out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and then she complained for an hour about how I'm a loser comedian. <laughs> the pasta that I need deliverance again. And since then, my private part has been itching. Oh, wow. It's definitely a, it's definitely a date with Tony. Hold on. <laughs> so how was the date with Tony? Again. And since then, my private part has been itching. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I didn't know demons could have UTI. They're out there. They're oh, out do there. You, do you even need to wash if you're a demon? Do you, like if you're a demon, do you take a shower? I don't know. What that do you think? Depends. This was dirty dick, or he was hooking up with other uh, real floozy demon women. I don't know. Can a human catch Did a I? demon STI? The magical Mister Messer. Was that what he got when he died? <laughs> And that's just remained with him in the spirit world. Your that's why he's a ghost. Your doctor's like the blood test said it's from a paranormal universe. I don't know. We got to call a professional. Get! Oh, there's still you? more. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Speak. Who are you? Who are you? That's me on a job interview. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Look at that demon. Look at that demon. Look at that demon. Look at that demon. Look at that demon! Look at that demon! Who are you? Who are you? I do not know what to make Speak. of this. Speak out! Who are you? Who are you? I am Zool. It's like Ghostbusters. <laughs> there is no data. It's like I am the keymaster. Look master. at how many people are freaking here! Like, I, I mean, God. dude, it's it's unbelievable, and it's three fifty-seven in the afternoon. People buy I can this see crap. the clock in the back, and <laughs> this is this is what's happening. No, that's it, your raffle number. You lo- pull a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's who's number three fifty-seven? It's like you're at the deli counter. Exactly. Who's on the, who's number three fifty-seven? Half a pound of roast beef. And he's just got a book of different kind of demons. He's like, all right, you're dick sucking demon today. And the guy running this looks like Cory Booker. I can't believe Cory Booker. (laughs) Yeah, he's got all different kinds of demons Uh, in there. And then she just passes out. You demon gonna help you? I just love the lady. He literally just did a Ryu fireball to knock her down. So the people that can't see this at home. This woman has sideshow Mel hair. She's she's completely got more lipstick than she looks like one of the uh, the female gremlins. That's how much lipstick she has on. And the guy running the show is throwing imaginary fireballs at her to get the oral sex demon out of her. What's what's it like if you're this girl's like boyfriend or husband, right? She's like, honey, I've been possessed by an oral sex demon. I just have to give oral sex all the time. The guy's like, is that right? Yeah. And his name's <laughs> Ted and he works at the bodega down the block. The guy's like, is that so? I'm itchy. <laughs> Hold on, I have a recording of when I wake up every morning before I go to my bartending job. Hold on, let's go to the videotape. Before I work a 14-hour day, this is exactly what I sound like. You know she's going to go right after this. 
<laughs> Suck some dick. Come on, for the private part. She's <laughs> looking to do it. <laughs> you, you in her private part? Just looking at the microphone like. Mm. Oh my god, he's watch what happens. He's spraying banaka on a private part. Watch fire come out of there. So now for the people at home, he's got this spray bottle and he's literally spraying her in the vajayjay. What the fuck is going on here? Is that all? And this is good forward planning. Dude, we should go to this. It's would you say it's in Yonkers? Right there, yeah. Here, if you uh Yeah, if you move away from the uh, thing, then <laughs> that bar will go away. <laughs> Boom, bottom right corner. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Bottom right corner. That's your address. He's spraying holy water in her crotch right now. This is the most amazing video I've ever seen in my life. Damn. Wait a minute, I gotta ask this question. Why are there a bunch of crutches strapped to the wall in the background? Oh, I'm sure that's like people who have come in for uh to like have miracles done. Oh, and they've had miracles. And then they get cured and I they said, they're like, Oh, can we keep the crutches that the hospital bought for you? I said give them a little bit of both. I was I was actually at a church in Canada once where they line the whole archway in the, uh, I think it's called St. Anne's yeah. in Quebec. They line the whole archway in front with all the crutches and old wheelchairs of people who have gotten cured. I Listen, I don't mean to interrupt, but you're up to about 11 burps. You know, this I was, I've been trying to get them out of the way. You don't mean to interrupt. I didn't think you noticed. Um, what did you eat today? Uh, the whole day? Yeah. All right, this morning I had some berries and yogurt. <laughs> for lunch. I love when Tony tries to make his diet. No, I swear bad. to God. I had two things with ham with wrapped in ham. I had two things of organic berries and yogurt. For lunch, I had some uh, rice with a little bit of chicken and like a wrap. And then I had a slice of uh, tomato and mozzarella pizza at uh, Gassy, Gassy McPurple's <laughs> Pizzeria over there. <laughs> San Agitas. That'll do. Uh, Tony, it. I'm going to get the burping out of you. <laughs> I'm going to start spraying holy water on your crotch. Tony, I'm gonna get the water out of you. <laughs> Come on! Here's the sound of Tony after he eats Tex Mex. Come on! From the front. Yeah, from the other Come end. Come on! That's uh, one that's coming out. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, go, 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 And he throws it to his, like, spray boy. Did you see the catch on yeah, that guy? Yeah, that was a quick one. Yo, he throws his spray bottle right to his boy. Let's go. Go, 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 go. Boom. They got this routine down. Who's the one with the microphone? She's just like, I needed this job. She's like, Yolanda Vega, and the Yolando numbers are. Oh, man, she's going Finish down again her. now. She actually looks like, you know what? She actually looks like, she looks like uh, Tina Turner from the, uh, the Mike and, uh, like, the Ike and Tina Turner movie. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, my name's Tina Turner, and I need a hotel room, please. Things aren't working out at Bartertown. Rosman. Rosman Daniel. Rosman Daniel. Now I give head three times a day just because I like it. So you prayed for, you delivered. Thanks, Dr. Zismore. <laughs> Dr. Zismore. I think 15 minutes later, uh, some white stuff came out with blood after you spray oh come on somebody after i spray with the water yes. after i spray something yeah. came out. some white stuff and red stuff came out you know they actually call this a sexorcism i have to admit i only watched 20 seconds of this video oh, man. <laughs> it's gotten worse and worse i don't know if we're gonna lose all of our viewers from this but i can't yeah. believe cory booker's actually sub sub to this level cory booker 2020 <laughs> 2020 Can we get everybody? that white and red stuff out of you <laughs> hey everybody where i'm running for president get that white and red stuff out of you okay oh man he's got uh, more of a lester holt feel i feel all right let's he's go to our news story of the week
It's time for the news. So, Tony, you sent me this story today. Yeah, this uh, is a good one. Apparently, a uh, guy uh, survived on Taco Bell packets, hot sauce packets for five days. And he was with the dog, too. It sounds like me when I had my first apartment. Like, I I actually microwaved a six-pound turkey one time. I, I had to get sick from doing I that. It was, it was glowing. Oh I had a... <laughs> I had an apartment. Um, I, I got an apartment when I was 18. I moved out. Right. And, uh, you know, obviously at 18 years of age, you're really not making a lot of money. So uh, my brother had moved to another place, and it was all under his name. We were splitting an apartment together. So um, like a great brother, he cut off all the gas. Um, no, no gas, no hot water, uh, no TV. And I had to stay in there for two and a half months while I actually got money to go to the next apartment. <laughs> so fucking one night. I got about $11 in my pocket, and I'm like, it's either eating food or getting a 12-pack of Natty Ice. Well, with the 12-pack of Natty Ice. Of course. Because it fills you up. But then, like, you know, like, when, like, you're initially full from drinking, and then later that night, you just become famished. Yeah. I fucking looked in my freezer. The only thing I had there was a six-pound turkey. And I was like, the oven didn't work because we didn't pay our gas bill. (laughs) And I'm, like, looking at the microwave, looking at the turkey looking at the microwave, looking at the turkey. Oh, and I'm like, I looked, I literally Googled at the time. Well, actually, it was Yahoo.com. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Yahooed it at the time. Can you microwave a turkey? <laughs> so, like, I'm doing, like, advanced physics in my apartment just to learn how long I have to microwave this fucking turkey for. So the thing's frozen solid. Oh, my So God. I put it under yeah. hot water yeah. for about... Hour, hour and a half. So I throw it out a little bit. Your mind's in then the right place. Then I take the microwave. I take the microwave and I try to put the turkey in it, but it's not fitting. So I put the microwave. I unplug it. I put it on the ground. I start stomping the turkey inside the microwave. Oh finally, goodness. where I can get the door closed. I lift it up. I microwaved it for four and a half hours. Oh Every hour, I had to keep opening it up and draining the fluid that came out. That's Jesus horrible, Christ. dude. It That's was a- one of the greatest turkeys i've ever had in my life that's so <laughs> i wild. had a big salt and pepper shaker and i just ate turkey no sides no no, no nothing i just ate the shit out of this turkey that is fucking hard i'd like to take this time to thank my parents for not kicking me out of the house at 18 yeah and like you know my dad was like you know well i'm 18 he's like when you're moving out i'm like i'll get my bindle and i'll <laughs> i'll just head out of the house can oh, you cook man. can you cook though but like can i can i are cook? you good in the kitchen yeah i'm, I'm pretty decent i'd be a good housewife for anybody that's listening, because my comedy career is not going anywhere. So let's go to the guy that ate fucking Taco Bell packets for five days in a row. And here we go. As the internet's slow as fuck. What's going on here? Well, see, this is when we would play you a clip of actually something you yeah. could hear. But um, there is nothing you could hear. So let's go back to Tony's actual date. <laughs> oh, no. Just silence. So here we go. This guy was, uh, he was doing fucking Taco Bell packets. Yeah. An Oregon man who for five days was trapped in the snow with his dog managed to survive in his car by eating taco sauce packets. Police revealing the harrowing story of survival for 36-year-old Jeremy Taylor and his dog Allie. The pair were enjoying an off-roading adventure. Who's this guy that's actually doing the video? I mean, it sounds like he has a clothespin on his fucking nose. Can you imagine what that car must have smelled like after five days of that? 
Uh, it, it reminds me of <laughs> we were sure talking about the Sopranos before the show. Remember when Paulie Walnuts and Christopher get caught in the fucking yep. yeah. in the woods yep. in and they Jersey? And they catch up. Maybe he's stalking us. What with his prick? And how many packets did he have in the goddamn car? I mean, you have to go to Taco Bell a lot. Yeah. And and well, I mean, that's great for being a pack rat. That's got to be a great thing because it's like that saved his ass. Yeah. No. And also destroyed it. <laughs> Venture when the SUV got stuck in the snow. Taylor told police he tried to walk to safety, but the deep snow was too treacherous, forcing them to. What was the asshole doing out there? Ah, uh, who knows? This is natural selection. If any, if you guys can't see it. It's his fucking three feet of snow, and he's got a Toyota fucking. Or he's got like four a rat. He's got a forerunner. Right. I can do it. And it's like, just, I would have fucking, I, I would have probably ate the dog. Jesus, after three no, days? No. Well, you've been the idiot. <laughs> Tell us how that is. <laughs> no, they, they'll Stupid. do that over there. They'll do that. Stay put. The sheriff's office writing, Jeremy stayed warm over the next four days by periodically starting his vehicle and used a few taco sauce packets he had as food. It's it's not food. You know this. This. Yeah. Oh yeah, he used it as food. As food. You can use you can use a plastic bottle as yeah. food. I would have ate half my pack of huh. fucking Marlboro Reds. I think I would have lost it if I didn't have any cigarettes left. We've oh, actually yeah. got him on the All line right. here for an interview. So what was it like, Mister Jeremy? Well, yo, I was like out in the woods, man, and like I totally liked had to like nosh on like some packaged sausageness. <laughs> what a douche. <laughs> All right, let's go to our asshole such a of the bro. week. And it's time for our, our asshole, asshole of the week. Of the week. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Well, I guess somebody dethroned me because I'm the asshole of the week every time on this show. But uh, apparently a man left prison and got thrown in prison again. Let's go to the videotape. Florida man. Authorities say a Florida man was returned to jail shortly <laughs> so after his a Florida release man. because he couldn't pay the taxi driver that took him home from the jail. How far did he? How far away did he live? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Florida, uh, and of course it's in Florida. Yeah, I think our new course. segment's going to be Crazy Florida. Yeah. Because every single show that we have from Asshole of the Week, the of guys course. from Florida. Everybody. Of course. The forty-year-old Charles Folk was arrested Thursday morning and charged with petty theft. Melbourne police say Folk hailed a taxi outside of the Beverage County Jail Complex in Cocoa shortly after midnight. After traveling 30 miles, 50 kilometers for every... <laughs> I don't know why they had to fucking put that next Just to it. Just in case. Hey, 50 kilometers for everybody uh, Canada listening in people. Canada. To his Melbourne home. Wow, he he drove all the way to Melbourne, uh, Australia. So that's a, that's an expensive taxi <laughs> that's, ride. That's like fucking three thousand. That's why he couldn't pay. No for wonder it. he couldn't pay. Uh, <laughs> Folk told the driver that neither his sister nor his roommate could help him pay the seventy dollars. I got to admit, seventy dollars for thirty miles is cheap as fuck. Yeah, yeah like you get bad. on Long Island. First of all, the taxi driver is usually uh, just escaped from uh, Arkham Asylum. Yeah, really. From uh, Batman, yeah. and he's always always fucked in the head oh, and yeah. if you drive no joke if you drive three miles down the block because my car took a shit on me one day yeah. and i had to take a, a cab driving three miles cost me fifteen dollars and they Two pull up in a car that looks like it couldn't pass an inspection in yugoslavia <laughs> yeah it's like they, they got chickens in the back they got four square wheels so folk had previously been in jail for criminal mischief get out of here i mean well Look, <laughs> he looks like Dennis okay, the Menace. Who's the guy from <laughs> Oz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Beecher. Whatever his it's name is. Beecher. It's the guy that got fucked oh by Oh, my God. That is Beecher. He's like, I used to be a lawyer, and I hit a kid while I was drunk. Yeah. You know, they're having some problems getting him back to the jail because he can't afford the taxi there either. Folk had previously <laughs> been in jail for criminal mischief. Officials say he has been convicted of ransacking his own home. <laughs> what the fuck does that <laughs> even mean? I stole from... Hey, what are you in for? I stole from myself. <laughs> $2,000 bail. So this is like the perpet- – like this is just this dirty cycle of people that get let out of jail and they get back into jail. Like, And first yeah. of all, how desperate of a cab driver do you have to be to hang out by the jail the whole time? <laughs> they must know guys are coming out and they're looking for rides. Yeah. Yeah. It got great turnover. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously, I don't think the guys that are making 15 cents uh, a day for making license plates are going to have a lot of money to pay you for the fucking maybe, toll. Maybe oh, the cab man, company's that's... hiring. like, Or maybe the jail is just hiring cab drivers to throw these guys back in jail. Oh, wow. Oh, that's man. A... It's That's a Illuminati. Right it's very Illuminati. It's very Illuminati. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know what, though? I skipped a little bit ahead of myself. Let's go to the video clip on our news intro. This is the most fucking ridiculous thing I've heard in a very long time. <laughs> I'm already reading the headline. <laughs> Southwest Airlines <laughs> to allow miniature horses as service animals in new policy. You know, I've had it up to here with these assholes. I really, really have... <laughs> Had it with these stupid emotional support people. I, this is my emotional support ostrich. You need emotional support testicles. <laughs> I want to put a vest on Tony and, and get him have, on planes for free. I don't he's, even have yeah, any issues, he's, he's, but he's I my want emotional a support co-host. They serve booze on the airplane. That's what you need. That, that, just get a, get a drink and where's, relax. Where's the horse take a shit? On the floor. <laughs> Imagine being on a plane. Where the fucking guy, the, the horse drops a heater right on the floor, and now you got to fucking, like, oh, it's it's unbelievable. I'd forgive the little mini horse. They're it, so cute. I mean, it's not their fucking problem. Pissing all over the place. I officials announced the policy adorable. change via statement on its website on Tuesday. In the statement, officials named miniature horses along with dogs and cats as some of the most common... Sur- Who wow. has enough money? Okay, if you got mental yeah. problems, who the fuck's paying for a mini horse? I don't think your job, you know, your your job is paying you a lot of money because you're probably so insane. You probably just sit in your apartment all the time. But you can pay for a mini horse. How much the fuck is a mini horse? A lot. Probably and when do we get to the point in society where everybody has to have emotional horse. support animals? Yeah, like you can't go get a fucking coffee at Starbucks without oh, yeah. my ferret being there. I yep. mean, look, I don't mind that if you have like a serious issue. You are blind. You are deaf. You need an animal to guide you along tasks that you wouldn't be able to normally do without this animal. Yeah. But like when I was working at the bistro, right? We this lady came in with a dog. You know, um, I said we don't allow animals in here that aren't service animals, and there wasn't any like vest on it, which is why I said so because usually they will have at least a little like uh, a you tag know, or like a. Penny. I'm like, a support animal. Don't please. So they look like one of the flying monkeys from the Wizard of Oz. Exactly. They'll have like a nice petticoat on. It looks like Tony a service from animal. Dodgeball in but high she school. said it was for her anxiety. Oh God. That's what all animals yeah. are for. Ma'am, we'd They're like you to leave always. immediately. I have anxiety all the time, and I have no pets. That's why I have anxiety. Get a pet. <laughs> I gotta get, get a yeah. horse. These people walk into the restaurant. I, I, can I bring my emotional support animal in for my anxiety? Ma'am, we have plenty of animals here for your anxiety. Just order one off the menu. <laughs> you know what? And I have to admit, I, I was working uh, at the restaurant the other night, and somebody did bring a support lab in. And, like, it was the fucking highlight of my night. 
<laughs> I was yeah. like, this is so. I fucking love dogs, man. Like, but it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's I, so ridiculous. Yo, but maybe you should get a support. Like, I think your support animal would be like a uh, a uh, like a blue cheese chicken wrap from the deli. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to our voicemails for the week. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Loose Cannon Comics is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. All right, so, uh, Raul, uh, we've left our number all over the United States. It's like lifting this the the sewer the sewer cap the yeah. manhole to hell. Did you ever see the movie Chud? <laughs> and, we, no. and and we don't know what we're ever gonna get. I don't listen to the voicemails, so let's go to our first one of the week. Mm-hmm. It's your boy, Uncle Bubba. Oh no! Oh, he found you. Yeah, we haven't uh-uh. heard. from Yeah, Uncle he has Bubba been around. Now. He's been lying low, dude. There's a dirty little rumor going around that you got a cowboy on your show tonight. Well, that shit don't fly with me. In fact, I'm really hurt. Feels like the time I found my third wife in bed with Alejandro, the line cook, from my place. Okay, so uh, it seems like that if anybody, like, he's fine with us having anybody on the show, but if anybody wears a cowboy hat, he has, and how does he even know? Well, wait till he finds out he's wearing the one that he left behind last time he was here. Uh, (laughs) Don't tell him that. (laughs) Wait until he's breathing in my friggin', my basement apartment has, like, this one window that I fucking put down, and he's (laughs) breathing in it. So you guys got to make a decision now. Either I'm the only cowboy in your life, or I'll just take my barbecue can sandwiches and go right into the sunset. So he's giving us ultimatums. Big Bubba's kind of like an emotional support animal. (laughs) (laughs) I went on a Southwest flight one time. Seems like the second option for his ultimatum is just take a vacation. Yeah, like, or or just not have him on the show anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay. Like, I don't really do well with ultimatums. You're lost, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, listen. (laughs) And remember, you can't lick your old Uncle Bubba. Well, Call that's me. A, that's a challenge. I love that's you guys. <laughs> so uh, it sounds like uh, Uncle Bubba's a little uh, perturbed. But like, listen, I mean, if you like, if he's gonna give me shit, you can be our our, our resident cowboy from now on. Fair enough. It's fine. And I mean, <laughs> you don't have a, a vest with chest hair. Uh, no. But and you got any relative? You got any lettuce on the chest? Oh, quite a bit. Yeah. Co- yeah like, do you have like the man sweater or? Yeah. No, no, not crazy. Oh but, yeah, you, he's got a spiral. Yeah. It's it looks oh, yeah. like a it it's, it, it, it's like, it's like one of those pinwheels you used to like remember the <laughs> yeah. pinwheels you used to hold as a kid. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go to the next uh, voicemail. Uh, hey, uh, Eric, oh. it's Jimmy, buddy. Oh, <laughs> buddy. Uh, Jimmy, buddy. We were just Jim talking about scotch Jim. before. Uh, this guy drinks more scotch uh, that could kill a mini horse, and he calls up fucking plastered all the time so let's see what jimmy b's got to say i haven't heard from you you know quite some time he's never heard from me ever because he always just calls yeah and start talking you don't call me i'll call you Mm. uh well we're having a little uh marital spot i guess you would call it marital spot (laughs) (laughs) he sounds like the grandmother from squidbillies he's having a marital (laughs) spat his whole oh, his whole on. relationship's been a marital spat. I mean, when you did you 
He sounds like uh, Tony. I didn't even when, do it that time. No, but oh. when whenever he drink, <laughs> you see how on point Tony is. I'm like, wait a minute. But if you listen to him, whenever he takes a swig of the scotch, he goes. You know you got to be pickled when you literally let air out after oh, yeah. drinking scotch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let me went to town on the cars, found out about my friend Teresa. Uh, well, you know she, you know she took my uh, nine iron. Well, she took the nine iron there, and uh, she busted every window on the Honda belt. <laughs> what the fuck? If I could actually, I'd give you 10 bucks if I could actually understand what he's saying. I thought Indian people are hard to understand. This he left just... this at 6.30 in the afternoon. How pickled do you have to be? Well, it depends on when you Better get started than... and how hard you go. Yeah. And uh, as you know, we're going to have some heavy rains coming in the next few hours. And uh... What are heather greens? <laughs> Heather They're coming in the next few hours. Oh, have a greens. Those are white people collard greens. <laughs> yeah. Hi, my name's Heather. Heather Green. <clears throat> I was wondering if, if uh, you and Tony would be kind enough to either, uh, you know, give me a place to hang out or. Uh, oh, what well, is there? An... Raul, is there any place to hang out in this place? <laughs> Where is he going to hang out? This is the best place I've been in 18 years of living here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Where is well, East Wilson, that's not saying too much. Ah. Where is he going to hang out? Oh, uh, man. I literally have well, a, a uh, table for my podcast and a bed to sleep in. You know, I recommend just hang out in TRs. <laughs> yeah. a well, it, I think actually go. my place might be cleaner than TRs. That place oh, that's is a like, fact. I, I, a but, roach uh, actually <laughs> served me a buffalo chicken sandwich the other day. He was like he was wearing he was wearing one of those uh, support animal vests and he's like what would you like to order it's like it was His like name oh. is Jimmy <laughs> it was like I was on the set of Men in Black <laughs> got got a tarp or something I gotta cover the sunroof she broke the sunroof too pal hang on a second hang on a second <laughs> oh. glug 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 oh. Now this, okay, this phone calls a minute and 38 seconds. Jesus How much, like, you can't just stop drinking for a minute and 38 seconds? No, no. He's already taken two he needed huge a top hits. And now he's oh, just, man. he's going back to the well. Keep me warm, I tell you that. Anyway, well, to find out about my girl, Teresa, you know, she's like a gumare on the side, you know what I'm saying? But, and, uh, well, you know, it, it's not good, pal. It's, uh. Not lovers' paradise anymore, <laughs> you know what they used to say. And uh, just give me a call, buddy. It's, it's getting pretty pretty cold out here. I'm never calling him. Yeah, we'll get right on that, Jimmy. So he's outside of his house. His wife obviously kicked him out. And now I I'm not looking to Tony. Do you think that you can take him? You can take him in? Uh, you know I'd love to, but I uh, I can't. <laughs> you do you? What do you mean? Why I have to be the one that actually? I think he likes you the best. All right, let's hear from our uh, sponsor, Big Bubba's Barbecue. I'm Big Bubba. Welcome to Big Bubba's Barbecue. Come on in. This summer, we got more deals than a three-armed gypsy. Our Big Bubba Boobios, $3.99. Then we got our barbecue can clams, $4.50. And for you guys with a big hunger, we got our barbecue jam sandwich, $5.99. We got rides for the kids, $6.99. Or I sleep with your wife, dealer's choice. <laughs> Checkers, did you fart again? 
Don't take my word for it. Let's hear the critics. Oh, damn, that's just a good rub. What's in that rub? Big Bubba, what's in that rub? What's in that rub, Big Bubba? What's in that rub, Big Bubba? What's in that rub? We got Weigh Your Wife Wednesdays. Bring her down, she pays what she weighs. We got Food Stamp Fridays. So come on down. We'll shoot the shit. And remember, you can't lick your old Uncle Bubba. Come on down and see Checkers. All right, so that was from Big Bubba's Barbecue. Uh, he's feeling a little bit lonely down there. So, uh, Raul, why don't you tell us what you got coming up on the comedy scene so where people can catch you, uh, yeah. you know, the glory hole out east on Exit 56. Oh, or, yeah. oh I don't go east of Oakdale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, do you got some uh, upcoming shows? Yeah, actually, uh, I got three tomorrow. You got three? Uh, yeah. Yeah, 8 o'clock, I'm at uh, Barnshed Brewery. In Hicksville, okay, which is a uh, Sean Curran show, ho- uh, headlined by uh, our boy Chris Big Boyd Barnes. All <laughs> big baller Barnes, big baller, big Kahuna, any big. Yo, uh, thing. by the way, I I was going to suggest to you before instead of going to India to visit your family, you should have just went to Hicksville. It would have been a I lot should've. cheaper. No, those aren't my people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't associate with those. Them. Aren't mine. <laughs> and where are the other shows? Uh, the next one at nine o'clock is at Sip This in Valley Stream, uh, headlined by Joe Pontillo. Jean Paul Jean, oh Jean Paul And then the next one is at Strange Foundation Studios in Huntington. Okay. With uh, Rene Fuertes. Very it's nice. A, uh, that one's a little different. We're starting it off as a comedy show. Yeah. And then it's turning into basically a, a rap party. A production of Stomp. I, uh, I think it's going to be ten the blue times man more. Group's going to show up. And it's going to be gonna, much more intense. <laughs> they're all going to be wearing Fila gear. I think here it's the black man group. Well, I appreciate it's, you coming down. Going to be great. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for having. I have to catch myself because I also appreciated having. Oh yeah, and uh, I was thinking maybe we could have him back, and I was about to be like, "Thank you, come again." <laughs> oh man. And also Saturday, I'll be at the Triad Theater in uh, New York City, right by a Seventy Second Street. Uh, 10 o'clock p.m. So that's going to be a good show. The Triad. Triad Theater. It's run by Asian gangs. Very careful. (laughs) We're Green Dragon. Well, listen, thank you very much for coming by. We really appreciate it. Guys, remember you can catch us on Loose Cannon Comics on Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud.com, iTunes, anything you can find on that smoke wagon called the internet. Fucking hit us up. Loose Cannon Comics. Also, Loose Cannon Comics on Instagram. And we'll probably be uh, doing comedy at the Domino's next week, so fucking come check us out. Yeah, get a pizza. If you're not listening to the Loose Cannons podcast, you're probably a beta male who pees sitting down. Listen to the Loose Cannons podcast. What an absolute savage.